0: You know, Steve, as much as I, I'm digging this, I love that you're still like, I'm holding out hope this is going to be multiple seasons. Yeah, I will
1: until I'm told otherwise.
0: I mean, I think <laughs> it's doing really well. I don't know yes. if the numbers are agreeing with us to that extent, but I think it's doing pretty well. Yes, it really is. People online.
1: Yeah, and the numbers are still pretty strong. Uh, this episode brought in as... in adults 18 to 49 with 0.873 million viewers, making it the 30th rated cable show for the day. And the live plus sevens days for episode two tied for 10th in adults 18 to 49 total gain, going from a 0.3 to a 0.7 for an increase of 0.4. It was 12th in adults 18 to 49 percentage gain with that 0.3 to 0.7 increase which ended up being 133%. Nice. It was fourth in viewers' total gain, going from 1.077 to 2.510 million viewers for an increase of 1.433 million viewers, which made it seventh in adults' percentage gain, increasing by 133%. I
0: wonder how many times I've fallen that, because I watched half of it when it aired. And then I was sick, so I ended up sleeping. And then I watched it again. And then right. I watched it again, so we could get all the talking points. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of do the same thing. You have to watch it a couple times. So yep. I wonder how many times we're counting.
1: Uh, hopefully, <laughs> double dipping. I'm all for double dipping.
0: I don't care.
1: <laughs> yes, for Nielsen Schmuelson's ratings.
0: Yeah, I'm not a Nielsen family, so I'm guessing I probably don't count.
1: No, I'm not either. I was at one time, a very short time, back when sci-fi was first starting, and that's what I was watching, and they didn't like it.
0: (laughs) So they pulled it. They would not know what to do with the amount of weird stuff that we watch. And it's not weird. It's just like, just looking at my family, which is just my husband and I, they wouldn't understand. They're like, okay, wait, they watch spy stuff, they watch... Horror, they watch anime, they watch like network and sci fi. I'd be mean, like, I, I think somebody's just hacking their box, is what it would you know, right. they'd probably yeah, know, they would probably think you are look at it. a
1: brainless CBS viewer, because uh, <laughs> that's they make sure they got plenty of CBS viewers on their in their families. That's for so sure.
0: Weird. But anyway, all right, so let's jump into episode four, shall we?
1: All right, the word of Rao. Seg is approached by a Black Zero leader as Raul finds a scapegoat for the failed Rankless Initiative.
0: So there was a lot of what-the-heck moments. Uh, Plenty, plenty. And a couple like, wait a second, I know that face. Yeah. (laughs) So this
1: episode opens in the voice of Raul's private chambers as his word of Raul attendants assist with dressing him. But we actually see that he is... at least humanoid yeah. does.
0: <laughs> so, my previous thought was obviously wrong, that he is not Brainiac. Right. But. But that, that <laughs> could change. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it always weirds me out when you like, I need people to dress me. It's like, eh. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> and then a couple of the, I don't know, what are we calling them? Acolytes? Yeah. They seem like totally fine with it, like it's no big deal. And then the one that comes in to talk to him, I don't know if it's she was uncomfortable because of what was happening, or because he decided to step up the gala preparation. Like I right. feel like this is a calendar event, kind of. Yes,
1: and, and it we'll is. And
0: suddenly be like, oh no, we're just bumping it up. Like what?
1: Yeah, that threw them off. There's got to be order in this, and
0: this is out of order. <laughs> yeah, and. What was with him suddenly, like, turning on the sun? Yeah. (laughs) What? Is he, like, running when daytime is happening? And it's like, what is going on? I'm so confused with this.
1: Yeah, I think the dome itself can create sunlight, at least the appearance of sunlight, and that's what he did, was he just changed it from the normal view of what's actually going on outside Planet to Sunlight to try to shall we say, appease the uh, rank and file some. Hmm.
0: I don't know. And then he seemed uh, particularly pissed off about the Sagittari screwing up. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't Absolutely. so much a screw-up. I mean, not really. It was more that they didn't bring him the head of Black Zero.
1: Right. It was a bad plan to begin with. Daron back should not have Gone in there guns blazing without a better plan.
0: And that actually comes out a whole lot differently than I expected later, too. Yeah. Which I'm sure we'll get to, so I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Go ahead.
1: Well, we go down to the communication hub where we were previously, and we see an armed detachment of Sagittarii soldiers about to enter when all of a sudden an anonymous new squad appears, and basically takes over.
0: Yeah, that was kind of interesting. It's like, who are you with? That's none of your business. It's like, uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> so this is, of course, on the up and up.
1: Yeah. It's actually members of Black Zero Terror Strike Team dressed in Sagittarius. gear. And they take out the commandos and get set up to perform some unknown act of sabotage, or are they?
0: Yeah, I was thinking they were actually there trying to get information.
1: Yeah, I think so, too.
0: Oh, and Val. Yay, Val.
1: Yes. More Val, please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I like him because he's so just, like, I don't even have to show emotion and do anything. But I'm just basically a big sarcastic hologram. Right. (laughs) Even when he's being nice, which he was, scanning ROM and trying to figure out what's going on. and. We find out Brainiac's tech is keeping her alive. We don't know why. We don't know how long. We don't know what it's actually doing to her.
1: Right. It's Val is unable to understand it, in which makes total sense because it's Brainiac, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I was actually going to ask you, do you think that's actually what it is, that it's kind of so far advanced you can't understand, or because Val is just basically a computer, and being run on the information that was given at the time that Val programmed. Right.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I don't think Val knows enough about Brainiac yet. I mean, he only had that one brief encounter, and so, of course, he doesn't really know anything about Brainiac's technology. Now, will he be someday be able to figure it out? I think he probably will.
0: See, I was but thinking if Val was actually time, there, he would have been able to figure it out. That's why I was just kinda of throwing it right. out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's probably pretty true. Of course, Seg decides he must go tell Rom's daughter Anna the sad news about her mom.
0: Oh my gosh. This whole thing with Ona, It was so hard.
1: Yes. It <laughs> got real creepy real quick.
0: Yes. And I I honestly yeah, there was tears this episode. There were tears. And it wasn't like super sad tears, but it was like pulling on the heartstrings and, yeah, there was just like, wow, that's really rough. And then with what happens with Ona, I was like, oh, yeah, that's so sweet. (laughs) Some tears. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But before we get there, we'll stop by the Zods, and Mama Zod informs her daughter that she's to report to intelligence for a review in the wake of the blunder down in the rankless town and the death of three Sagittarii under her command.
0: I think Lyda did a very good job explaining what happened.
1: Oh, absolutely she did. I completely agree with that.
0: And honestly, with everything that happened, I think that Jaina, even being hard-nosed as she is, Primus, that she was like, all right, you know what? She's doing what she said she was going to do. She was trying to keep order. She was trying to keep all of her people alive. And yeah, three of them died. But I I think there was uh, some, I don't know, proud moments for her, even with what was happening.
1: Right. And plus, Lita telling her that she needed a mother, not a commander for all these years, kind of struck home a little bit.
0: Yeah. I think it's finally like, oh, crap. Yeah, I was raising her like a soldier, not as a kid. Right. But I think ultimately, Jaina was like, all right, my daughter is doing what she needs to do. Especially when they stood in front of that disciplinary council and she was watching, never stepped in when Leda was explaining what happened. Right. And I was like, okay, she wasn't trying to cover anything. So I right. thought that was good.
1: Absolutely.
0: And then even when uh, Dev, um, I feel like that should be one one name, one word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now obviously Lydon knows they're supposed or at least be previous to this, we don't know what's gonna happen. They're supposed to be together. I forgot what Bound, they called yes. them. Bound, thank you. And he's like, I'm sure you know that it's more than just loyalty that I have you know for you. It's like, oh, that was so warm and awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's like were you trying to confess your love in a weird Military way, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't even know how to even say it. <laughs> it was weird, but it's like at least he's standing by her too, right? So I I felt good about that. So with with her going into talk to the council, I was like, all right, she's got this. Right. Show them the kind of leader she is and everything, and it's going to be great. Right. And then the next thing happened.
1: Yeah. Sensing the mounting unrest amid the rankless multitudes, Duh-uh. High Priest storms into Daron Vex's office to express his discontent, just slightly.
0: Yeah, especially because he goes down, and I don't, I mean, obviously it's supposed to be a whole different religion, and the weird little hand movements that he's doing, so, you know, over right. the body of the person who was killed by the the Sagittari last week, which I feel like maybe they would have gotten him off the street by now, but, you know, whatever. Right. And it was weird because there were Sagittarii around him, but immediately around him were just his acolytes, and they're the ones who are calming people down. Right. And then, yeah, when he decides to get all pissy and go see Daron, because I'm sure that's going to fix everything.
1: Yeah, right. He wants a scapegoat before the Nova cycle kicks off, so there's not a shadow hanging over it.
0: I don't know why they didn't just say, all right, Sorry, Kolda, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. They seen you. We're just going to let you, you know, raised up by your heels at that point. Yeah.
1: But no, it's got to be somebody higher up.
0: And when he said that, I thought Darren's face kind of went white.
1: Yeah, like, it did. Oh, crap. It did. <laughs> it was so nice to see him squirm for just a second.
0: <laughs> uh, I kind of wish he said, yeah, it's going to be you.
1: Yeah, I
0: do too. Oh, man. Now, Lita. I'm of, did he choose or did officially the voice choose? That's what I was confused on.
1: No, the voice ended up determining that it should be okay. Lita odd. So, of course, Lita appears in front of the hearing council to plead her case. And, of course, they are basically all over her case that her failures uh, led to the escape of Vital Intelligence and Potential Black Zero Operatives. And I can't agree with that statement because if they looked at the plan, they would have known it was flawed to begin with. You're just going down there doing a raid. Well, get some damn intelligence, people.
0: Well, let's find from out the exactly where up. these people are. Yeah, so they yeah. don't think that they know what they're talking about. No. Yeah. We've learned that. Yeah. So many shows we've learned that. (laughs) Apparently these people need to watch TV is what it is, and then they'll know too.
1: Right. (laughs) So Lita states that the unrest created unexpected variables that threatened the safety of her squad, and by arresting Kaldá, prevented a massive riot, saving even more Sagittary lives.
0: Which makes perfect sense.
1: Yes, it does. Now, the board didn't seem to be buying it, And of course, Daron Vex marches in and places Lita under arrest for conspiring with Black Zero and cuffs her on the charge of treason.
0: Now that's when mom decided to be like, hold up. Yeah. (laughs) This is not, this is not you. Get out of here. What are you doing? And then he's like, no, no, higher up. Yeah. Wow. I was not expecting that to happen. No. I mean obviously we've seen the previews, so we knew that was gonna happen, but yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> like I I really wasn't expecting and it, and it's all to just like, all right, well I screwed this up, so I'm gonna lay this at your feet. Yeah. And I feel like if this happens, all of the ones the rankless that were down there, they seen that Lila was the one who stopped anything else from happening. Right. So I feel like that would have blown up in their face even worse.
1: Yes. Just like Lyda said, if she wouldn't have arrested Kaldal, they'd have had a full-scale riot on their hands, and there was more of the Rankless than there were of the soldiers.
0: But if the Rankless, because you know word has to have gotten around, even if it's only been like a couple hours at this point, whatever. Oh, Lydas, she's the new commander. She stopped it. She actually arrested one of her own. So I'm sure, you know, they're like, oh, wow, she's actually listening, da-da-da. So... If you're going to try to put her out there to to take the blame, this could right. go horribly wrong. Yes, it could. And I feel like the only person that understands this, which is weird that I'm saying this, is Nyssa. Right. I Obviously, I don't trust her. No. But it's weird that she's the one that's like, because at one point, even she says it to her father. Basically, you're an idiot. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> holy crap. What, is, what are we going to do here? It's weird but yeah. we'll come back so, to that.
1: S- yeah. <laughs> In the tavern, Seg sits down with Ona, who is still holding on to her sun god statue, and starts to try to explain to her what happened to her mom. When he's interrupted by Kim, who informs him that the word of Rao has decided that Lita Zod needs to be punished. Yeah, so of course, that, that's uh,
0: working out great for yeah, right Seg right now. Yeah, Seg
1: gets up and takes off, and Kim continues the conversation with Ona, and tells her that her mom's not coming home and that he'll always take care of her.
0: Oh, yeah, it was a little hard.
1: Very. Yeah, it was a
0: little hard. And when poor Ona, and I think it's because she just comes off as such a sweet little girl. Right. She's kind of crying and she's like, I have to do something for my mom. It's like, <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's Like Kim's just wrapped around her finger yeah. I mean there's nothing He's gonna do whatever she asks him to do
0: Poor Uncle Kim
1: Yeah so we see Seg bolting into The military guild Demanding to see Lita, <laughs> And that works out so well Cause first he's blocked by Dev M and then Jaina Who threatens him and demands <laughs> He stay away from her daughter <laughs>
0: Okay, I want to know, DevM is just being an ass at this point. He's like, rankless aren't allowed here. And he's like, you know very well I'm not rankless. Yeah, he's just being a jerk. Yeah. Jealous. And Jaina, at least we understand, because she's known something for a while. Right. And I get that. She's mad because she's like, she's in this problem because of you. Yeah.
1: Because she's in love with him, it's his fault.
0: Which, huh? which, well, come on,
1: you see that. Yeah, I will. Yeah, um, she's a mom.
0: Yeah, but yeah,
1: we're seeing mom more than commander yes, at this point. Yes,
0: yes, exactly. But M is just being an ass. Yeah, like, uh, isn't he about to outrank you, Dev? Maybe you should like not be that that guy.
1: Right, and then Seg doesn't help his cause by stating that Mama Zod did nothing to help save her, and Jaina sends. Seg skittering across the floor.
0: Yeah, like I said, she's pretty badass. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of mama.
1: Bear I want to watch your words just a little more carefully there, Sag. Mm,
0: just a little bit.
1: So, of course, Seg goes, well, what do I go- What do I do next? Well, I better go talk to Nyssa.
0: And this was the weirdest, it was a really awesome moment when he goes to see her. Yeah. Because she's trying on different dresses. But I'm like, wait a minute. It's her in all the dresses, so kudos for the special effects, because that was really neat. Yes. And then, I just think it's funny, because it's like she <laughs> just thrives on making Seg slightly uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> and she did. It was so funny. Because he's like, alright, listen, I need your help. I need you to help clear light of treason. She's like, okay, pick a gown. And then she puts on the opposite one anyway. But she just right. like undresses in front of him and I love it. He's like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stare at the ceiling. I don't know what to do with my hands.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: exactly. It's just
1: funny. Yes, it is.
0: And I love it. she's looking at him like, you know, yeah, we're be- we're gonna be bound. We already have a kid, which is just awkward saying. Right. Exactly. Very awkward. Especially if he if there was no naked time. So, yeah, that's kind of weird, I guess. And then the fact that she just kept pushing, too, until he confessed that he loved LIDA. Right. It's like, oh, damn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, she goes, yeah, I had my suspicions.
0: Well, duh. And now it's like, all right, we can move past this. It's like, okay, that's a weird conversation. Can you put some clothes on so we can have this conversation? Yeah. <laughs> It's like she just wanted to
1: see him squirm. Yes. And you, it was hilarious, but that just goes to show how devious Nissa can be. Mm -hmm. And you just that Devon may be the head of that family, but she's got all the power.
0: Oh, yeah. She knows exactly what she needs to
1: do. No doubt about that. And yeah, I was getting a little more, uh, afraid of what she's capable of let's just put it that way
0: (laughs) well it's interesting too that she says since the voice of Rao took control no execution has ever been called off and he's the one who decided this. right and then she's like fine i'll help but it's like okay if you know this how exactly are you gonna help right so it really makes me wonder at this point i'm like okay whose side is she on yeah, her side. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. I'm saying say more side. and more. I'm thinking <laughs> she, like, she has a whole different plan than her father. Yes. So I definitely <laughs> Absolutely. agree with you. She's on her own side.
1: Yeah. So, of course, we see Seg arguing with Adam, believing that the only way to clear Lita's name is to show the council the violated body of Rom. Yeah, which, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean... I think it would probably end up clearing her name, maybe, but boy, the can of worms that would open right now, that might be a little bit too much.
0: Yeah, I'm not (laughs) not feeling real good about it. And well, Adam wasn't feeling good about it either, so at least I wasn't completely unjustified in that.
1: No, not at all. (laughs) He thinks Seg should be focusing on stopping Brainiac, and he finds out The hard way that uh, when Seg sets his mind to something, you just better go with it.
0: Yeah, because, well, Seg decides to kind of run off then because he's going to do what he does. Of course, he he got a nice punch in, though.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Poor Adam. (laughs) I feel like he's going to be a punching bag off and on this whole season.
1: I think that's probably true (laughs) until Seg matures a little bit.
0: Thankfully, he's not to the same level as his grandson is. Right. Because poor poor Adam would not make it.
1: No. Unfortunately, Seg doesn't get too far, as he is cornered by some Black Zero operatives who use their stun batons to render him unconscious.
0: But they were dressed like the Sagittari.
1: Yes, they were. I was thinking
0: it was Dev M. Yeah. I was like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> He's coming back.
1: Yeah. So he wakes up in a lair and is further tortured. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I don't, we see I'm not the,
0: laughing, but I am because of with his line after everything happens here.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> we see the woman pull out a jar with a very big ugly bug in it.
0: I was like, what what is that? I'm pretty much the same as Seg. Like, what is that?
1: (laughs) And she gets it out and drops it on his face, and it goes in through his nose. And you just go, oh.
0: And let me tell you, I had the flu last week. They had to do the test, which is basically a big giant Q-tip up your nose, right? Right, yes. That thing irritated me and hurt. And then I seen this, and I'm like, oh, how? how? I mean, obviously, it's not real. I know that.
1: But right. after just,
0: like, I, like, relived the giant blue test Q-tip experience,
1: <laughs> oh, watching, this,
0: watching this happen, and I was like, like ah! I don't know how. If, if you ever need to react on screen, just have him shove that Q-tip up your nose, you're going to react. Probably the yeah. same way he did with the bug thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so funky. And, like, yes, my nose started to kind of throb just watching it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my nose hurts. Yeah. And then it, weirder when they take it out, and it's through his damn ear. Right. I'm like, how did it not, like, blow out his eardrum? And, or and again I'm like
1: anything in between his yeah. cavity it was, and his ear oh, cavity. I was
0: just, like, screaming. not screaming, but, like, all, like, uh, and squiggly, and, like, grabbing my ear, and I'm like, it hurts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But we cut to Fort Roz, where Jane Azad is visiting Lita, Galida in jail, and brings in Nissa Vex for backup.
0: This was weird. Just a little bit, because yes. Nissa has- Very
1: uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, when Nissa had gone to talk to Jada, it was like, all right, you just feel the tension. Yeah. And of course, there's tension when Nissa goes to talk to Lida. And, I get all of it, and you know, because obviously Lida knows that Nyssa and Seg are bound, and Nyssa now knows that Lida and Seg were in love, and Jaina knows all of it. Right. (laughs) And Jaina's like, I don't know how to feel, they want me to do this, and I'm honor-bound to do this, and I think there's just so much tension, because nobody wants to tell anybody else what's happening, because nobody trusts anybody else. Right. And, And... I don't think even Nissa trust trusts herself. So, you know, like nobody <laughs> can really talk. Right. But it's really. Kind
1: of like <laughs> another show we just did.
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but it's really interesting to see. Nissa's like, listen, I'm your advocate. I'm high up. I've written a lot of these laws. I'm your best hope. And yeah, Seg told me everything. Whatever. Right. I'm still here. It's like, huh. It, it's one of those things that you're watching and you're like. I know she's in for the long game here. Yes. But I feel like she's pushing things along and trying to move all the pieces into place really fast and it might oh, blow yes. up.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. It's possible that it could, but it may also be perfect timing. Ah, okay. Because if she can get in with Lita, then maybe Mama Zod will also join in, their, in her little plan, shall we say.
0: Yeah, because I'm feeling like Nissa is leaving her dad in the dust at this point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, we go back to Seg, and he's informed that this special bug was not being used to hurt Seg, but to determine if he was one of Brainiac's sentries or not.
0: Which is like, wait, what? Yeah! <laughs> Hold on, do you uh-huh. know about Brainiac and the sentries? And then all of a like, Seg does not have a poker face, by the way. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, who's Braniac? Yeah, you're horrible at this. I'm just throwing that out there. But I love it because Seg's talking to the Commander, who we find out is Colin Salmon. Yes. Who's the Doctor Who alum. And, of course, I know him from Resident Evil, even though he wasn't in a lot. But he's been in, of course, tons of, tons of shows. Yeah, Arrow. Yes. Recently. Yeah, there's just, like, his list goes on and on. Which is... Okay, he was in Sophia the First, too, which cracks me up. Yeah. (laughs) He's like this crazy, badass guy. And it's like, but I'm going to do a voice on this kid show, which cracks me up. But, you know, whatever. But he's been in so many things, and he's always like almost bad guy, hard nose. And then you see him in this, and it's like, look again, is he really the bad guy? Is he just working for the people? It's like, oh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, we we can talk a whole lot about him yeah. here just a <laughs>
0: Because
1: he reveals that ROM uploaded data to Brainiac.
0: Yes, which is Of course, like, allowing... What?
1: Yeah, allowing Brainiac to track down Krypton. But that's not this century's ultimate mission. It will need to infect a more useful and powerful host. You go, know, okay... So, how is this going to play yeah, out? Yeah, so
0: it doesn't die like we thought it did.
1: Right. It just moves from host to host.
0: So where did it go, then? Because if it's still yeah. in ROM, that seems weird. But how does yeah. he know about Brainiac?
1: Exactly.
0: So I'm guessing he can't have
1: just been rankless, then. No, not at all. Because he does mention that he did know Val. Yeah. And so... I'm guessing that he is probably Lita's father.
0: <gasps> what? I didn't even think yes, that.
1: Yes, He's a Zod. There is no doubt in my mind that this guy was Jaina's husband and Lita's father.
0: Oh, my God. I'll Ooh. bet money on it. I that. did not even think that. Like, not one <laughs> bit. Ooh, that's interesting, Steve. Yeah. I do want to say that Seg did have a really awesome line here because... When he's told you're not being tortured. He's like, well, I feel so much less tortured now. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) That had me cracking up. I just have to throw that out there. Oh, yeah. But I did not Uh, even think that now I'm going to be like watching every little thing he does. Like, hmm, is he a Zod? Was he a Zod? What is he? Yeah, I think
1: so. Interesting. Uh, I really, really do. Because he just had that command attitude that, (laughs) the first commander had that we saw that Lita defeated.
0: Ah, okay.
1: And of course, if he knew Val, then it's very possible that Val confided in him about Brainiac and what was going on. And when he got like stripped of rank, Yeah, that this guy actually picked up the mantle and kept the investigation going into Brainiac.
0: Huh, that's oh wow. That's an interesting thought right there.
1: I hope I'm right. I feel I have a good feeling about it though, that's for sure. (laughs) Because that's gonna throw a a big monkey wrench in a whole lot of things. Yeah. So we see Nyssa and Daron together.
0: Oh yeah. And Nyssa was not playing around.
1: No. She knows that. Killing Lita will ruin their plans to unite Kandor using the trusted L family name. Say what?
0: Right. It's like, okay, so maybe during the binding it was going to be like, no, I want you to, I want to be House L. Right. You know, something
1: goofy like that. Would have to be. Yeah. Their master plan is to aid in the union of House Zod and House L. And coerce them into overthrowing the voice of Rao with the Vex dynasty assuming the throne. And it won't be Daran on sitting on
0: that throne. Oh, no no, no, no. <laughs> I think Nyssa pretty much said that too. It's like, uh, yeah. I don't know who you think is gonna be up there, but at this point it's not you.
1: Yeah. And she even tells her Dad, she's not afraid of Rao, and will absolutely not let him keep his power.
0: right click have another drink, Dad,
1: yeah, keep drinking, Dad, yeah. Keep drinking. We'll kill that liver in no time, <laughs> <laughs> so back at the resistance compound, Seg and the commander make a deal. Seg will help him hunt down the sentry and in turn get his aid in breaking Lita out of the in penetrable stronghold of Fort Raw.
0: See, I didn't even realize they said the name of the place. Yeah. I'm like, she's in jail. That place.
1: Yeah. Very well fortified. Yes. So down in sector 19, we have the festive procession for the noble cycle is nearing the tavern, and Anna is adamant about giving the high priest an offering of her little sun god statue.
0: Which I thought was kind of sad right here, because it's like, okay, it was her mom's, and she does say, it's the only way to help my mom find her way to Rao. It's like, oh, okay, that's sweet. But at the same time, it's like, that's the last thing you have of her. Right. So I was like, oh, don't do it. But then Kem's like, okay, let's do this. And, well, we see the voice of Rao, and I'm like, why do I feel like things are going to go bad? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and this is where i i seriously wh- i was getting teared up because they get separated and she suddenly like runs up on the stage with the voice of rao and tries to give him the gift and i thought the freaking sagittari were gonna kill the poor kid right and i think my heart was in my throat and camio <laughs> jumps up there and he's like begging you know it's like please your eminence <laughs> Which we we know Kem is not a fan of Route Ra- or the voice of Raoul. No, no. But he's like, take mercy on her. She just wanted to honor her mother. And he does this whole really good speech. Right. And when the voice takes the little statue, and then all of a sudden it's like, and you're going to be given rank, and you're going to be an apprentice. It's like, what?
1: Yeah, where did that come from? Right. But of course, that's one way to actually calm the... Rankless down, right is oh he took pity on this girl and gave her a position and and rank and oh he's wonderful,
0: right and this is the this hurt because Kem is like I'm losing both of them knowing right like all at once and he's like of course didn't want anything to happen to her but I'm like I'm losing this little girl that I I needed to help save and it's he just looked. Like happy and defeated all at the same time. Right. And I was just like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Because knowing what we know that they're gonna try to overthrow, it's like, oh my god, what does that mean for all of his his like acolytes up there? Right. Now she's one, and I was like, no. (laughs) So I was not. (laughs)
1: And when Ona appears back on stage in her
0: little tiny robe, (laughs) yeah. Like where'd that come from?
1: Exactly. How uh, they don't carry those around.
0: He prepared? <laughs> oh,
1: here, I've got a size two for right. you.
0: Size <laughs> two, extra short. Here you go.
1: Yeah. But And it was, it the was attitude was so completely different.
0: For Ona, you mean?
1: Yes.
0: Like, she just and knew. Was, she knew what she needed to do and what to say. And I think, I don't know, do you think that she had wanted that to happen?
1: Actually, yes, Okay. because the sentry was in Ona. It went from her mom to her, and then from her to the statue.
0: Oh, my God. See, I just thought, like, she was just being a little kid, like, upset, and then, like, oh, no, I really need to do this. So the sentry evolved to stop, to to not, like, kill her, basically.
1: Right. Yeah, it was only using her to get to rap.
0: I couldn't figure this out because honestly, all the <laughs> way to the end, I'm going, "How does her mom know anything?" And I was thinking it was that somehow Rom put something in the statue and then gave it to Ona and like kept telling her, "You should give this to the voice." But I didn't think it was in her. Like I never actually thought that.
1: Right, and I kind of that was my first thought too, but. With the major change from Ona to robe was so massive that I just couldn't completely buy it. I mean, yes, I can see her kind of being happy, but not that happy and not that forceful with her words. You know, it was like she'd been doing it all her life. Wow. And so that made me question, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait just a minute here. Now a Brainiac Sentry. I can see that amount of cockiness coming out of it. Yeah.
0: Never so I have a my feeling mind. she
1: probably got the the statue back, and once they retired to their quarters, she gave it back to him, mm. And that's where the transfer happened.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because when Rom wakes up, and she's kind of all freaked out, and she's like, major surge hitting her, and she's like, we have to stop Ona. Stop Ona. Right. And it's like, what? I like I said, I just assumed it was yeah, just that somehow she remembered that something went into the statue. Never be thought beyond that. That's really interesting <laughs> though. But unfortunately then Rom dies because Brainiac finally severs everything. Right. And now, you know what? Now that we've kind of talked this out, it makes sense because if the sentries are linked, the sentry that would be inside Ona would know would be linked to her mom. And right. her mom would know What Ona wanted, even if that's actually what she really did want. Yeah. And then, yeah, that makes more sense now. Holy crap. (laughs) It's crazy, though.
1: Yeah. Well, of course, we go back to Seg and we see him double crossing the resistance commander, tags the female soldier that had basically tortured him, and returns the favor by stepping the bug into her mouth. That's what you get. Yeah. But he she did get her, get
0: a good wounding in on him, because she, like, stabbed him with something in the shoulder.
1: Right. So he grabs the tactical rifle and busts out of the joint to go do Fort Ross himself.
0: It is so weird with everything that was happening that he has no idea where he is. Right. So he, he's got to climb his way out, basically, of this place, and suddenly he's, like, out in basically the Badlands. Yeah. Or Outlands <laughs> or whatever. And we see him like, all right, well, He doesn't know what's happening. He's got to start walking and he's bleeding. And I'm thinking, great. You're in like this little tiny jacket where we've seen all these people in like major winter gear. Right. And you don't know where you're going. Okay, good job. I'm sure that's going to work great. Yeah. And as he's walking off, suddenly we have our commander back and he's pissed with what's happening. It's like, great. Yeah. We need to find everybody. And it's like, all right, is this where it ends? No. No, it's not. No. (laughs)
1: Because <laughs> we go to the voice of Rao's chambers, as he is settling in by himself after a long day of brainwashing the masses, <laughs> picks up the sun god statue and gives it a look. And all of a sudden, a black tendril erupts from the statue and stabs him in, our, in the arm causing the greenish-black bands to streak through his veins, chest, and neck, choking him violently.
0: Yeah. See, I thought, like, he's looking at it, and I'm thinking, all right, he's looking, and he's like, maybe we need to change things. But then I thought he pressed something on it, and that's when the little thing kicks out. (laughs) But I'm like, all right, well, I was wrong. He wasn't brainiac or whatever. Now he's going to be a sentry, and... How quickly is it going to run through him to realize, well, do we want him or do we want all of these other people? Because he is isolated from all of these people.
1: Yeah, and we'll see how long he stays in power, too. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, especially if anybody sees that, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, he's not one of us. So, yeah, this should be interesting.
1: Right. But with his multi Faced helmet, it's going to be very difficult. One of his accolades is going to have to notice something different, and they aren't go. They're going to have to be cool enough not to say anything, or they'll be gone before they can say something. So this will be very interesting to see how all this plays out. Will the commander catch up with Sag, and what will he do to Sag? He's a Zod. He's not going to be a happy camper.
0: Well, we'll find out. Ah, uh, this is getting really good, though. And I can't believe it. It feels like it's much further in than it is. Right. Because the way everything's unraveling and, and it's great. I love it. So what do you guys think? We want to hear from you. Shoot us an email at sci-fi-talk at com, Or when you tweet with us or send us a Facebook message or and there's like so many ways to send us messages at this point. YouTube, which I got some YouTube messages, by the way. So thank you, guys. Awesome, awesome. But the easiest way to find us is just go over on fangirlzone.com, because then you can go to our contact page and click any of them and then shoot us any message you want. Hopefully, you know, it's not you guys suck. But, you know, we'll take (laughs) constructive criticism, whatever. But while you're at it, please rate and review us on iTunes, and hopefully that's good ratings and reviews. But, you know, we take, again, constructive criticism. And also rate us on any other podcatchers you're finding us on, because good ratings and views help other fans of the show find us. Please tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast and the show. What do you guys just, in general, think about the show? Let us know. And all that being said, and all the craziness, and all the new little theories that we've probably sprinkled in there, I can't be the only one who wasn't thinking that it, Ona was infected. So come on. Somebody tell right. me I'm not alone. <laughs> For this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl-Ass.
1: And I'm Steve. I've gotta say, hologram granddaddy's pretty sweet. It'd be better if he could do, could hold things. Fetch beers.
0: And until next time.